I just recorded a Jordan update YouTube video for tomorrow. So anyone that's in Ooh. here that wants to see an update on Michael Jordan prices. Did you say, hmm? did you say for tomorrow? Yeah. Sunday? Yeah. Throwing stuff up on a Sunday. Ooh, overachiever. <laughs> well, I figure the first first part comes out tomorrow night, so i got to update it before. Hey, there you go. Mm -hmm. That's a good choice. Mm. Um, ooh, we got our first question here. What's going on with Panini's releases? When is Noir Basketball releasing? Aaron, you know anything about that? I don't know anything about updated releases. Of course, they were uh, mandated to stop their production, or at least the shipment of their products. So um, don't exactly know on that at the moment. Okay. Uh, how is quarantine life going in Famous Herald asks? Uh, going really well for me, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah. Enjoying life. Yeah, no, it's, it's ha good. Ha haven't got sick. Now, if Aaron and I do, since we both have asthma, well, you know, slab stocks might go from uh, two to zero real quick. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, Detroit, what's up? Uh, Brady, what's up? All right. I got Jordan cards. Should I sell now while the price is high, or do you think they will increase even more? I think that there's a chance that they can increase even more. I talk about this quite extensively tomorrow in the video that comes out. But I do believe that right now is a great time to sell. Uh, lots of hype, lots of demand. You'll definitely have buyers. You don't really have to worry about getting something sold. Um, it's up to you if you really want to gamble to try and maybe get like 20 to $50 more, depending on the card, of course. But I would sell now if I were you. If you bought this thing maybe two weeks, it, even anything two weeks ago or prior, you're probably doubling your money on most cards. Yep. Uh, that ties into Brady Benz's question. We stoke for the documentary tomorrow? Definitely. Yep. Uh, I'm excited because uh, Michael Jordan brought up the fact that people are probably going to watch this and hate him. Um, obviously everyone knew that Michael Jordan was a competitor and you don't really get that way without people, you know, disliking you. There's a fire in certain guys that is going to color people the wrong way, I guess. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what he was talking about and see if it does color people's opinions. Someone says, uh, they call me Doc Kyle. What do you guys think about the Spectra Silver? They seem to be much more rare than the other product Silvers. Uh, yes, they are definitely more rare. A lot more rare, actually. They don't pop up very often, which is why it's hard to get like concrete sales trends on those. Um, I like them. I mean, normally anything that's really rare and not as sought after as other stuff is a good place to buy. Um, now with that being said, it's hard to acquire quantity of those. And also, I don't know if they're going to explode in price, but they are rare, uh, which is definitely a good thing. Yep. Um, I have a question here on Ronnie Maruccio, who is a Mets shortstop prospect. He's, uh, 19 years old, 19 years and 14 days, just turned 19 on the uh, 4th of April. Um, he's really young. I don't like him as much as other people do. He's a top 50 prospect across a bit, across baseball. Um, and he does have a large frame. He's 6'3 and only 166 pounds. So you would expect a lot of muscle to be put on there and power to come. Uh, that being said, as of right now, he looks like he's just more of a, he's a, he's a safe, a safe top 50 prospect in that, you know, he's got a little bit of a bat and he's got, uh, a little bit of power but could grow into those 
um, with good defense at shortstop. It's more projections than anything he's showing right now. I don't love betting on those guys unless they have a really good eye at the plate. Like uh, Geraldo Perdomo has a really good eye at the plate, similar body type um, where there's power projection, but uh, good eye at the plate, whereas Ronnie Mauricio last year ran a 4.6% walk rate, which is not good to go along with his lack of power. So we'll see. He's interesting, but he's not like something I'm somebody I'm super excited about. But there is upside there. Next question is 1996 Kobe top space rookie underpriced at 50 to 60 dollars. I've got one here that I bought I think 11 years ago or so now uh, at a card show, my first card show ever. For I think I paid five to ten dollars. 11 years ago, how old were you? One. <laughs> Whatever, get out of here. 11 years ago, you were 40 though. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Um, is it undervalued at fifty to sixty dollars? The thing is, is that there's just so many of these '96 tops base cards, uh, the non-chrome. So, I mean, fifty to sixty bucks sounds like awesome for a Kobe rookie, but also you are, you know, maybe maybe oh. enough people. You still got me? Yeah, yeah. You you, you dropped out there a little bit. Maybe if enough people are like, man, I want a Kobe tops rookie or enough people come into the hobby and everyone wants a Kobe each, then it could be sure undervalued. Um, but I think that there's a reason why it's undervalued at 50 to 60, which we have to remember. Oh. Um, ooh, getting stuck in FedEx. That is, that is unfortunate. FedEx just definitely doesn't, uh, stop. Um, what do you guys think of current wax prices? Think it's worth buying more present basketball cello boxes of 1819 and 1920 and holding? So wax in general, I think, is grossly overpriced because we like to look at we like to look at everything as if you could buy one box or you could buy this card. So you could buy one box of 2019 optic basketball for four hundred dollars, or you could buy two John Morant optic hollows for four hundred dollars. You know, something like that. Uh, and when you look at it, the only way that you can justify it is if you keep it sealed and you buy it to sell it later. Um, of course, that can work out, which is why I wouldn't say that if you're doing it for that reason, it's not a bad idea, especially when it comes to Prism. Um, Prism, unlike any other, well, any other product except for 2011 Tops Update and 2018 Tops Update Baseball, uh, does super well over time. So, I would recommend taking that money and putting it into one hobby box from 2018 prison basketball and holding that instead of going after uh, one of each of the cello box retail boxes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of buying boxes. Yeah. Uh, Tops update. I've seen prices at like $120. 2019. When we were getting, yeah. When we were getting them for 80 bucks. Yeah. At Brewtown. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I actually have some of the cards right next to me. We pulled out of that box. I don't know where they are now, but yeah. it's funny. I, and all I want to do is rip some Tops Update or Top Series 2. And then I was complaining about Top Series 2 because that's super expensive. But then I remembered that the first box we ripped, I got that Otani jersey auto out of 10. And I got that gold Eloy you know, uh, along with a bunch of other rookies. We opened those boxes along at $50. With They're $150 now. <laughs> you remember pulling this? Tatis sure. Silverback? I don't. What? That was that box we split over Christmas break. Oh, the $80 one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Wish we could go back and buy them all. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
uh, thoughts on Mason Martin. Is Mason Martin that kid that has the uh, – he plays for the Pirates. That much I remember off the top of my head. Um, is he the one that has the uh, – just the base autos? I have no idea. You're not going to get an answer from me on that. Yeah. Um, I got – I got – I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, Mason Martin is the guy that just had the base autos. Uh, oh wait, no. Where's Christian Robinson? There's, is that what you're talking about? No, 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 no. Not, well, yeah, Christian Robinson, yeah. but uh, maybe it wasn't Mason Martin. Um, no, it wasn't Mason Martin. Who was the other Pirates kid that just had base autos? Oh, you're talking. No, do you know who it was? It was he had. Oh, uh, Cal Mitchell. Cal Mitchell, ah, that's what it was. Um, yeah, because Mason Martin is definitely not. I actually pulled. Wait, ah, I... Nate, Nate, Cal Mitchell had base autos, but they were super limited, is what it was. Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he had color also. I remember. Yeah, um, Mason Martin. Anyways, getting back to Mason Martin, he's young, first base only, high strikeouts, high walk rates, big power. Uh, these guys are a dime a dozen in the minor leagues. A dime a dozen in the major leagues, low, low, uh, low average, high strikeout, high on base, good power. I mean, look, Eric Thames was that type of guy. Nobody would invest in Eric Thames. I probably wouldn't invest in Mason Martin, especially with uh, Josh Bell there at first base for the long term future. This has nothing to do with like investing in Eric Thames, but just funny. I mean, it kind of does actually. You remember when he had those like eleven home runs in like a month or something? Yeah. I don't know if you know, but his base autos went from like two dollars to a hundred dollars in like two weeks. Really? Yeah. That was like three years ago, though. But still, still funny. Um, mm. this is actually kind of interesting. Trade a tops Kobe rookie and Luca Prism BGS seven for a raw tops Chrome LeBron second year and a raw Luca Optic Prism Shockwave. Who won the deal? I think offloading a BGS seven in a trade is winning a deal in itself. I'm not really sure who would take that back in a trade, but I mean, you get that tops Chrome LeBron second year. I love somebody that. that's going to crack it and just sell it, oh, yeah. probably. Yeah, and then the guy gets in; it's got like a corner destroyed. But yeah. um, second year tops Chrome LeBron's a great card, and if that thing grades out PSA nine or ten, you definitely won that trade. Um, the raw Luca optic shockwave, you could even just sell and buy a Kobe back if you wanted another Kobe rookie. Um. Oh, which NBA rookie cards to invest right now to hold on for the next couple of years? I think it's easily Tatum, Luca, Giannis, those three guys. Plus, yeah. plus if you're, you're really – what? I was just going to say your stars. Yeah. <laughs> no. Trey Young, Zion, John Morant. Yeah. More demand that comes, the more the prices will go up, and especially with as these players progress in their careers. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure you agree. It seems likely that cards is about to become real mainstream. Yep. Real quick. Mm-hmm. And then all of you that are in now are going to be, you know, you, you're sitting on your, um, say you're sitting on your Ben Simmons rookie card and all of a sudden Kevin Hart comes into the game and wants, uh, he's from Philly, right? And he wants his Ben Simmons rookie cards. Those prices are going to explode. Nate, I don't know if you have saw this. I have no idea who this guy is. I'm pretty sure people probably know who he is. But he's got like two two point some million followers on Instagram. He recently wrote an investment book. He's just like a entrepreneur guy, like Gary. Well, I'm not saying he's okay. like does does exactly what Gary does, but one of them social media guys. 
And he wrote a book and included sports cards in the investment book. And it was talking about Trey Young, I think, with it. Um, his yeah. name, his name's like Patrick David something. I don't remember. But yeah, very generic name. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just saying that there's more guys out there that are gonna start to, you know, push the hobby. Uh, yep. Missed what prospect you were talking about. What was his name? I think that was when Nate was talking about Ronnie Mauricio. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. One second, yeah, and then uh, thoughts on Jonathan Ornelas and Matteo Gill. Um, so Jonathan Ornelas was an interesting prospect last year that I was, uh, you know, fairly somewhat interesting, anyways. Um, because because of high walk rates in the in rookie ball, twelve point three percent. Had a little bit of a rough year in A ball, not a ton of power, not not like rough, rough, 257, 333, 373, which is fine. Uh, 108 WRC plus. Um, he's interesting. Another one of those guys that is a shortstop that's 6'178 pounds, maybe he adds a little weight and grows into power. But there's so many of those guys. Um, you just have to hope you hit on one of them, two of them, you know, that have a ton of, a ton of upside from being a shortstop and having a good at the plate. So this would be a guy under the uh, Geraldo Perdomo range where he's got uh, walk rates already, good eye at the plate. Now if he grows in the power, it's worth it. But it's still a, a huge wild card. As for Mateo Gill, uh, uh, there's not much There's not much there that I'm overly excited about per se. His walk rates aren't like spectacular like uh, O'Neillis was. Um, the power, a little bit there. Strikeout rates are a little high. You know, it's still it's that's a wild card too. Um, I was just scrolling through the chat. So someone mm-hmm. said Patrick Bet David is probably who that guy is. So I was pretty close there. I said Patrick David. Um, he says he's a legit collection, so he's definitely into and going to start pushing more probably. Oh, okay. where am I at here? Um, hey, there's a question. Series 2 retail, a nice long-term hold? Yes, mm-hmm. very much so. If you can find Series 2 retail and not rip it, because, I, you know, you look at a lot of – I ripped a lot of Series 2 retail. I wish I hadn't, but Doesn't, it's impossible not to rip. Didn't Sam stash, like, a couple blasters away? Sam has, Sam has like, $100 worth of blasters stashed away. That's awesome. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Good for him. I would. I wouldn't be able to do it. Got a question. Why is Kawhi Leonard so undervalued? I believe it. It just has to do with his personality and not really being super out there in the media and not gaining a large uh, yeah. collector base on his third team now. However, I will say this: his PSA ten Prism rookies are over eight hundred dollars, so he still is worth a lot. But I mean, we all know how how good he is, and also the whole load management thing. He's not going to play 80, 75, 80 games in a year. So it's just a combination yeah. of a lot of stuff. Also, how many guys go to their third team on our expensive, except for LeBron? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, uh, I would, the, there's a follow-up question about the basketball, the, the basketball wax prices. How about select hybrid? I wouldn't mess around with stuff like that. Um, Long term, just every the stuff that's going to explode is is the prism, 
and possibly optic if if there's enough people that still care about it. But yeah, go with what with what you know has demand. Uh, Aaron, here's a here's a good one. Thinking soccer is the next big boom. Yeah, to look for. yeah. So I'm going to cover this really quick here. So I see a couple things about soccer. There's another comment about soccer about three three down. It says, "Is soccer still underpriced? Will the newsletter ever get soccer?" So I'll show you why the newsletter doesn't have soccer. So this is just like a very small part of the Ma soccer cards I have. Uh, super nice one here. Spent thirty bucks on this, and now it's worth three hundred fifty. Um, I have, but he didn't get me into it. Why? Because you no one knows. Because you said no. I was like, Nate, buy soccer, and he said no. Soccer's stupid. Um. So yeah, I've I've got I I've got a ton of soccer. If anyone follows my slab stocks Aaron page, you'll know that I do a, a lot of soccer. I released a podcast back in December talking about what my initial soccer moves were. Recent or soon here, I'm probably going to release an update YouTube video just saying what I've been doing. Um. Don't report on it. Don't put it in the newsletter just because it's it's a large part of what I do for collecting and investing. And, you know, don't don't want any uh, don't want to influence anyone to get into soccer for reasons that they wouldn't want to themselves. It's pretty much what it comes down to. And with that being said, though, not bad. I've done very well in soccer for just starting buying six, six months ago or so, six to seven months ago. And and uh, it just it, the demand came finally, which is awesome. I mean, I bought this early in Holland. I'll just keep talking when Nate's researching. Bought this for twenty bucks, and now it's over two hundred. Oh, I wasn't. I was. I was just distracted. My bad. Uh, I was waiting for you to start talking about your next question. (laughs) Nope. Just, just off and thought uh, on a tangent in my mind. Think Mahomes stuff has still has room to grow for sure. I mean, if he starts breaking records or gets in our Super Bowl within the next two to three years. And then just keeps on progressing from there. Of course, anyone can get injured in football. So there's risk involved with everything. Um, but there's no reason to think that Mahomes still won't be increasing as his career goes on. Yeah. Hey, here's an interesting one because I had a buddy asking me about this, texting me about this the other day. He said, are Prism Draft basketball cards worth holding? Um, long story short, if you look at John Morant, his, Prism, his regular Prism non-graded NBA card, Fifty-five, sixty dollars. His college prism draft pick card, six dollars. So, despite how amazing uh, John Morant was, they're up to six bucks. And they're I, they might be up to six dollars, but what do you think they were at when prism draft picks came out and there was no prism NBA? Those things might have been fifteen. So, in reality, yeah, prism prism NBA, those were around fifteen to twenty for at least three to four weeks. I was sending out lots of those things all day at fifteen dollars. Those went up to fifty five, topped out around seventy, and the prism draft just went down. Yep. So, I mean, you can, I mean, obviously, you can make some money on it because if prism if prism base goes up to 100 you know yeah you could expect uh prism draft picks to go up a little bit because people are still going to want that but aren't able to afford a hundred dollar base card Mm -hmm. but you're looking at six dollars to ten dollars instead of sixty dollars to a hundred dollars for one card you'd have to buy ten of them and then if it doesn't work out uh, i'd also say that i'd also say going six dollars to ten dollars i doubt it rises at the same same pace that yeah i know it would and then another uh, another point is is that his select concourse base is like 20 bucks right now i'd way rather just i mean i i get that if you don't have enough money to afford it you can't do it but if you have six dollars to spend on john Rand card you probably have another 
uh, $12 from there, 12 to $14. Just grab the select concourse for 20 Yeah. And at that point, I don't know, I'd just, I'd just play a really long-term game and grab, like, some sweet hoops insert or something. Yeah. I agree. See what happens in like 20 years with all these, you know, you're looking at the Jordan inserts. You're looking at your Ray Allen inserts that you just bought. Oh, yeah, you know? say, I got them uh, somewhere around here. People eventually long-term down the line, no, this might change, uh, enjoy that type of stuff uh, more than they'll enjoy a prism draft insert. I mean, a prism draft face. All right. Just because they um, brought it up. These are pretty sick. A couple 1996 Ray Allen rookie inserts. The EX. Can't really see what it looks like. Mm, let's go like this. There you go. Not bad. It's unfortunately over the words. The words are over it, but. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sweet, though. Yeah, not bad. I mean, $75 for some pretty sweet looking cards. Um. Thoughts on 17 optic going up in the near future with the process or with the process with the prices of 16 optic going through the roof. Do you uh, think it would be comparable to 12 to 13 and 13 to 14 prism at some point despite? No, I don't question. I don't think so because it took a while for first first year optic to uh, 2016 that is to gain a, a quite substantial price increase. The issue with 2017 is that the veteran base set is probably one of the worst base sets I've ever seen. I I mean, I have stayed away from all 2017 Giannis for my personal collection from Optic because I just really dislike how it looks. With that being said, though, 2017 Optic Tatum, Optic Mitchell, uh, definitely still worth the investment. The rookie set's actually pretty nice. It's it's just the veteran set is quite ugly. Uh, no, we lost him. All right. He's going to have to come back. Hey, Slapstock Sam in the room. Hello, Samuel. How are you? Um, we will get back to it, but there's a baseball question here, so I will answer that real quick. Uh, the question is, thoughts on Josh Rojas from Arizona, and he is a 25-year-old outfielder. Normally, I would stay away from outfielders in general. Uh, not the best, or 25-year-olds, not outfielders. I'd stay away from 25-year-olds. Not the best investment in general. He is interesting. Uh, has been running really high walk rates all the way through his career in the minors. Uh, you're looking at 11, 12, 13, 14% every year. And low strikeout rates. Uh, and has been getting to his power in the last couple of years. But still 25 outfielder. Uh, not exactly something to be too excited about. I have no idea what happened there. But I can't load the chat, which is an issue. Uh you just asked. That's okay. You just ask questions. Um, yeah, I'll ask them. Uh, what's the deal with picking up Ray Allen? Oh, I'm a Bucks fan, and they're cheap, so why not get yep. some rare inserts from him from his rookie season? Those things are rare, and they're seventy-five bucks. There you go. Uh, definitely thinking Paul Pierce might be a good early investment. Looking at the Hall of Fame next season, what do you all think? Well, I think he's from Kansas, and you can never go wrong with a Kansas player. Don't listen to Nate. That's all, that's all I got to say about that. Um. I don't know. Paul Pierce seems kind of like that guy that did a lot of great things in his career. Once won a championship, and then ran, and then ran his mouth after his career. Yeah, and, said he was better than Dwayne Wade. Yeah, and then also like wasn't like superstar level. So did a lot of good things, but wasn't like superstar level. So I think he was. I mean, there's different tiers of superstars. I suppose. Sure. He's probably in the same tier as like Damian Lillard. 
No. No way. Yeah. No way. There's, you heard it. You heard it here no first. Way. That is absolute bogus. Damian Lillard is insane. So it's you know he had some I knew that get him. I knew that get him riled up. He had some better years than I thought, but I'm not putting him above Damian Lillard. He'll have a better mm, year than Paul I am. Houston. I am. How dare you? Uh, I follow basketball cards, not so much soccer. What is the equivalent of a prison base for Cristiano Ronaldo and Messi? Um, okay, so this is kind of interesting. So, prison base, if you're talking about their rookie card, it's from 2004 and 2005 or 2003 and 2004, and they're like Spanish release slash uh, maybe Italian release, us international release cards that are super flimsy. I'll actually show you what they look like. Um, I don't have one of those because they're like $5,000. But I have um, a couple of the other international release cards. This, this, this is printed on like really, really trash, trash card stock. Like it's super flimsy. Um, and they're super incredibly hard grades. So they're like really rare. And also they're 5000 some dollars, 4000 some dollars. But if you're talking like what's their prison, first prison card, it's 2014 Prison World Cup. Um, there's no, there's no real equivalent when it comes to Ronaldo and Messi. Now, if you're talking about uh, Mbappe, who's had cards in the last couple of years, this is his first 2018 prism. And then this, whatever I showed earlier, I don't know where it is now. Oh, here it is. The refractor from 2017 Topps Chrome. This is more like his, his prism rookie because it, it was the first release of one of his cards in a Topps Chrome or prism product. The prism is also really good, but uh, yeah. Hopefully that answered some type of question. All right. Um, probably one last question here. Well, this one, this one seems like this might be a new guy, so we'll answer it. Is it even possible to acquire hobby boxes for retail costs like Prism? Do local card stores usually have them for sale at release date, basketball cards specifically? Nate, you can talk about that because you worked in a card shop for a bit. Um, they do have boxes for sale on release date but not like retail boxes just hobby and uh, wait. boxes and he i think his question is can you get so hobby boxes when they released at brew tower 400 retail yeah retail price was like 180 on them or something so there's a um, there's a markup in between there he's asking how do you get them at the retail price uh you can't yeah <laughs> you can't yeah um you know, the the problem is there's what Panini charges and then there's what the distributor charges and then there's what the card store charges because they can't charge you what the distributor charges because they have to pay for their electricity and their rent and their employees. Yep. Um, and so, you know, you have all that. And But your best bet, if you're ever looking into buying stuff, is getting into the store right away and buying. Because if you would have bought uh, Prism Fast Break when it came out, at Brewtown it was $165. A week later, they were $250. Some dude came in and bought all, like, 14 boxes left at 165 He wasn't planning on it. He bought one, did pretty good. Bought a second one, did pretty good. Bought the tw last 12. You know? Um, if he had just held on to them, he'd have been making a pretty penny without ever even ripping them. So if you're looking to acquire hobby boxes for the lowest price, the, your best chance is just buying them right away. But you still yeah. won't get them for retail price. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, Aaron, it's been 30 minutes. I know you are, you are a busy man. You got stuff to do. Um, maybe we'll answer one last question. Yeah. If Let's there's do one, one last here. one. You pick. Um, 
Opinions on MPJ. I think you could enter the combo amongst the top young guys. I do think MPJ could enter that that top tier of young talent. I mean, he is he is very talented. We just got to give him time to get minutes is what's going to come down to. You got to be patient if you're buying Michael Porter Jr. Don't expect um, to make a ton of money by the if the season were to return, a ton of money by the end of the season. Um, You got to play it a little longer, probably like, you know, half a year to a year length, maybe a year and a half. All right. Well, thank you, Aaron, for uh, joining in. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this live stream. Uh, only 30 minutes today. Aaron is a busy guy. Me, yeah, so I, much. I was going to make a comment on that. Um, so today is Saturday, obviously. Normally, we don't do live streams on Saturdays. Uh, but this upcoming week, we will try to do one earlier in the week. So this can, can be seen as like an extra thing. So we'll try to get an hour one in early in the week this week. Sweet. Sounds good to me. All right. See you guys. See ya.